0: Hello, everybody. It's time for Ruth is Stranger Than Fiction, our new and exciting podcast about tales of mystery and horror from the East Anglian region. And maybe some other things in the future. We're going to see what happens. Once again, I'm joined today by my lovelies, Joe McPhee. Say hello. Hello. Uh, Katie Holiday. Hello. Chris uh, is here on Tech Sausage Duties. Tech Sausage! He won't say hello. (laughs) And we have been, if you hear a rogue purring, that's been. Okay, now, I'll just do a little intro to the session. Um, And then we've got the first drink, which is coming from Joe McPhee. Today, we will discuss the tale of the Black Sheet. Mm. Uh, Sinister. Very sinister. (laughs) We won't get there for a while because there's quite a lot of background information. So you won't hear... The words about the black sheet preamble, yeah. Loads of preamble. I'd say more, I'd say mostly preamble <laughs> with a, a small story at the end, but there's lots of stories along the way, so we can um, we'll get there. Um, and it was actually Katie who found the tale of the black sheet. Yes, uh, us, it was attached to a pub, uh, it was attached <laughs> to a pub,
1: and um, we always like a story attached to a pub, and it looked like a cool pub. Um, and also because uh, Chris talked to us about the Enid Porter project before which is or, or joe did um there's someone did it's a it's someone a lady yes. who has collected fenland tales from all around east anglia and it's one of hers
0: lucky for us she didn't decide to do a podcast yeah Or well, we'd be out of business she was before the time of podcast. yeah she's, also, she's a book lady she's probably not drunk <laughs> okay on that subject <laughs> let's have our first drink you remember the idea each week theme drinks I say Woo. week. We're not doing it weekly. Each time we meet, theme drinks onto the story. Joe McPhee will give us our first drink. We've yeah. got some glasses ready. They are champagne glasses. Yeah. So there's no name for this drink. Normally, we I've got a name. We can make one as it as it stage, goes. Just booze. Just booze. Woo. No name. <laughs> I'm getting it out. Okay, get it out. Item one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Item one. A bottle of Guinness. Excellent. Excellent. That's going to be opened. Now, I did... All that Joe knows, really, is that the story's called The Black Sheet, and I think all... Do you want me to help? Yeah. I think there's going to be a theme of black-coloured drinks tonight. Well, yeah. <laughs> we, we might I have... I have... nothing else to go on. You had
1: nothing <laughs> you to else know, to work with. we
0: were talking about. We okay, want... so we're going to pop a champagne. Item two is... is... It's a bottle of fizz, which yeah, is happening now. Now, Vin's really not going to like this. He might like it. He won't mind. Um... <laughs> Um, Vin's wanted- in disgrace because this morning at 8am he brought a mouse into um, our bedroom and we spent about half an hour hunting a mouse because it was alive, it just scampered around and we had to, a mattress was off the bed, everything was against the walls, Chris and I were crawling about on the floor like crazy mouse hunters and eventually the mouse was um, discovered and released into the wild, scampered away very happily and ah. Vin was perturbed because we'd taken away his mouse but... You know. If only he had words and you could explain to him that it wasn't that you He's so proud though every time he brings one in. Okay, Joe is putting the Guinness into the glasses. Right. Trying very hard to be fair, I can see. <laughs> Measuring up That's the levels. What happens
1: <laughs> if you grow up closely with sisters. It's true. <laughs> you have to be so be fair, fair about
0: everything. It's
1: not all right if your sister gets a hundred pounds at Christmas and you don't. Oh dear. Oh dear. It's all right. I got I got a hundred pounds at lunchtime, I just didn't know I had to wait all Christmas morning being bitter. <laughs> And then my dad put in a cracker. Um, Joe, should I pop this and pass it straight to you? or Do you want to pop it? Because I'm very far no, from I the glasses. No, I don't glass. want to pop it. Okay, I'm coming, in.
0: Katie's gonna pop. Right. That is a bit of a mean trick of your dad. <laughs> real bad levels. Ooh, <laughs> how much to, to the top? Ah! Quick, 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 quick! Don't let it slurp onto the equipment. It's not on the
1: equipment. Sausage, <laughs> <laughs> don't panic. It's just like
0: you're on the carpet. Oh well, the carpet's fine. <laughs> We've lived in this house for three years and I haven't spilt any red wine on the carpet, can you believe it? It's literally almost unbelievable.
1: My carpet and white I feel like white you
0: orange. have spilt some at my house, though.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I remember spilling some harissa food onto um, a white chair at your house once and feeling very bad. I think all drinks tonight will maybe just be called Black Sheet 1, 2 and 3. Well, I'm afraid yeah. this drink
1: does have a name, Jovi, I'm sorry.
0: For it's saying. rising like a souffle. Well, what, is what is it? Tell me its name. Its name is a black velvet. Oh. Oh, yes, of there course. Go. Okay, well, everyone Cheers. Cheers. cheers yes Finn yes, cheers Finn <laughs> says where's my booze you can share mine ben. you can't have a whole one <laughs> okay are you ready But what does it taste like for? oh sorry yes I haven't oh, sipped it yet, I yet. I I had such um, a... no, no me it, neither it tastes like almost exactly what it is a combination of Guinness and fizz <laughs> yes mm, it's alright it's nice thanks so, thanks Jay. it's quite yeasty isn't it mm,
1: that would be the Guinness <laughs>
0: sort of like a liquid marmite
1: <laughs>
0: well there we go liquid marmite that's the, the first drink of the night black sheet one liquid marmite oh that sounds horrible liquid marmite is almost liquid
1: well this is more don't liquid. try and drink it that'll be the least cleansing <laughs> thirst quenching thing that you've ever had
0: sorry so Katie came across this story um, on the Enid Porter Project website we were wondering alive or dead yeah, we did wonder Live or dead yesterday. Oh, I, I, this doesn't seem very
1: respectful. No, 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 but. No, I mean, we're just because, wondering. Because some of the stuff on the website past tenses her, and so. Yeah, we so I think
0: she has died. She's passed away. She was... Chris is saying he's doing the, the chop. Don't talk She's about She's had the chop. He's <laughs> doing the chop gesture. Okay, well, well we. I thought he was saying don't talk about it. <laughs> we don't talk about the Union Porter Project. Um, and then Katie told me about it, and then I was like, yes, this sounds good. And then I went to look at, at the story, and actually there wasn't a huge amount of information about this specific story. But luckily there's a whole shitload of context, which takes in quite a lot of other horrible stories. Oh, Great. So that's <laughs> that's where we are. Also a nice bit of history... Some local businesses, you know, that kind of thing. Some doings. Mm. Finnish doings. Fenland doings. So we need to go through some background before we get to the story of the black sheet. The first main area to talk about is um, Oliver Cromwell. Oh, mm-hmm. oh yes. him again. Him again. He rears up like an angry that roundhead head. spectre. um and then we want to look at talk a bit about the draining of the fens yes as well because that's really important context for the story um we talked quite a lot about the fens last time we three met um witches of war boys a lot of that talk may be (laughs) quite inaccurate (laughs) quite silly possibly so we did set the, the scene really well though yeah the scene was set but I'll try and be maybe a bit more factual today uh, about the mm. Fens. Let's talk of bleak and mud. Well, There is still no. mud, though, let's face it. We can't get away from those things. We'd but maybe let's talk of eel clothes. <laughs> let's talk the of all that. The classic eel belt. The classic eel belt <laughs> item. Let's talk of that. So, you know, you c- we live... The fens are all about, so we can't really escape them. Uh we also very briefly mentioned the Cromwell's last time we because did. Lady Susan Cromwell um got sick with the witch fever, mm. um, went into a decline and quite shockingly died. Mm. I remember your surprise.
1: Oh, well, it was just so sudden in it the It was telling. sudden.
0: Uh and she was an ancestor of the most famous Cromwell of all. Oliver. I'm just pausing because I did wonder if Katie was going to dispute
1: that. The most famous Cromwell? Yeah. What other Cromwell oh, well, is there? You've got the uh, one who was an advisor to Henry VIII. Uh, but, Thomas. But I would go, uh. I would still go Oliver Cromwell. Okay. He took away Christmas. That's got to be the most famous thing a Cromwell's done.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, Thomas Cromwell, of course, was also an ancestor of Oliver Cromwell. Mm. So they're all the same lot, really.
1: The same. I know up. I mean pretty
0: famous, especially yeah. if you yeah. Especially if you, if you read, read the books all, of Hillary Mantel. I would say that <laughs> Oliver Cromwell is one of the most famous and the most controversial of figures in English political history. Mm. Hero or villain is a GCSE question. Hi- is it? Is it? Well, what's what's the right the answer?
1: There isn't one. But you have to just justify your answer with evidence.
0: Oh. What if you say I'm politically neutral, hero and or villain? <laughs> Like Jeremy Corbyn and Brexit? Uh, I don't know. We'll have to ask a GCSE history teacher. Okay, great. We'll find one for next time. I know I one. Think... I know one we can ask him. I think they'd like that, though. Okay, so I'm sure people know all about Oliver Cromwell, but I'm going to do a very simplistic and uh, brief race through some of the pertinent facts about Oliver Cromwell. Um, he was born in 1599, which actually was just after the events of the Witches of War Boys. Mm. So this story we're looking at today is set kind of mid 17th century mid 1600s um he was born actually quite near to Warboys. boys he was born in huntingdonshire uh later in life he went on to fight as a commander in the english civil war on the side of course of the roundheads new model army yes they were his army gonna shout band names levelers <laughs> <laughs> historically related band names yeah. jessro Tull. Yeah. Relevant, <laughs> but they weren't they weren't yeah. i can't think of any others that's all I've got. Okay, great. I'm looking at Chris. Can he think of any? No. Um. So you know, we all know it. Roundheads. What Tyler? What oh, Tyler? Now. The last minute. Was he the spinning Jenny? No, that's Jethro Tull. Is it? This. No. Anyway, let's not <laughs> let's not worry about that now. <laughs> ah, we can check later. That's that's our motto. We'll check later. Um. Charles I was on the throne, the Cavaliers were on the side of Charles I, the Roundheads were anti-monarchy, you know, it was all a, a whole scene, um, not going to go into that too much, the Roundheads were eventually victorious over the Cavaliers, Charles I was executed in 1649. He wore an extra vest so he didn't shiver and look nervous. Oh, that's, I feel bad for him.
1: Yeah, but he, yeah, fair enough. No, I I, I feel bad for that bit too, but he made some bad choices earlier on. And was he, he was beheaded? Yeah, yeah. Axed or guillotined? I assumed axed because of the time, but because okay. I thought the guillotine. Oh yeah, was the guillotines later. Okay.
0: Was the guillotine in this country as well? Not really, no. No, but it, it popped up in different countries. Oh. I read the other day that they're, <laughs> it they was it was gillotine. like a a little yeah, like a, oh. a travelling minstrel just <laughs> popping up here oh, and there. Oh,
1: here <laughs> we are. Five people or something. Here I am. people <laughs> were guillotined in Holland. I read the other
0: day. Yeah, oh. they did guillotine some people in
1: Holland. What were you reading to find that fact out? <laughs> Interesting ways to kill people across Europe. I've been reading about that too. Yes, yeah, well, this is going to make more You'll sense. find out why later, Joe. <laughs> it
0: wasn't like to was a, a strange hobby place. <laughs> probably, you might know that I have probably read those things in the past, just out of a strange hobby. So, Charles was executed. And now, this is fun because I haven't heard this term before. I'm sure you two are clever and you have. Cromwell was instrumental in uh, putting together... The Rump Parliament. Mm. Tell me why it's called the Rump you know, Parliament. I don't know, I never questioned it. I just Did you Because did you not snigger? It's a bit bumish? Yeah, well it's a bum name <laughs> Isn't it?
1: But presumably either it was not then or it was
0: They knew what a rump was. <laughs> <laughs> why was it called I that? Don't know. Okay. We'll find out. Like? Um, we'll anyway, check later. Anyway, I giggled like a silly teenager. Well, I say teenager, a silly six year old (laughs) laughing at things that sound like bums. Um, He formed the Rump Parliament. He became a leading figure, but that was only for a few years in 15. Sorry. Yep, 15. I've written 1953 again. I'm an idiot. But surely it's 16 something. It's 1653. He disbanded the Rump Parliament. Uh, and subsequently became the Lord Protector mm. yeah, of the so he realm. did what he said he wouldn't. Power do. mad. Yeah. Went power Went mad. Well, they always do. And then he
1: said no dancing mm. or yeah, singing. Yeah, no Christmas. No Christmas.
0: No three bird roast, twelve bird roast. No, jollity. Yeah. No fun. No fun. Um, he was Lord a- of Misrule. Oh, he was a dour man. Mm. Very dour. Yeah, maybe. And just a little side note, I learned that in 2002, uh, the BBC did a poll of the 100 greatest Britons of all time. Can you guess what number Cromwell came? He came much higher than we think he's going to come, I'm guessing from this. Well,
1: he's, even, he's yeah, in there, isn't I, I wouldn't he? I would have put him. Uh, 16.
0: That's really high, actually. It's too Katie? high.
1: 24. Mm.
0: Chris? 50. 50? You're all wrong. Uh, Cromwell just scraped into the top 10. Number 10. He's number 10. He's the 10th greatest Briton of all time, according to uh, BBC Wow people. He's a dull, dour, murdering loon. Well, but is he, though? Is it because Britain hates the monarchy? So they well, were like... Woo, Cromwell. I'm, well, <laughs> number three was Lady Diana, so... Uh, <laughs> who knows? We're a very conflicted nation. It's it's very difficult. <laughs> it's really hard. Can you guess who was number one? Churchill. Yeah, it was uh, Churchill. Oh, what? <laughs> who was he? Churchill. Two? Uh, Brunel Brunel was in the top no. 10 no, not they love a bridge I can't yeah. remember who two was I'm sorry Brunel was definitely in the top 10 I looked at them all um,
1: Victoria
0: do you know what she was not as Elizabeth. high as she should have been the no. original not I didn't original. I mainly looked at the top 10 <laughs> no. because I can't be bothered to look at 100 No. so I just looked at the top 10 so I don't know um, but I remember Brunel and Churchill I just wondered who you might choose as your greatest Briton of all time Oh, I know, I feel like that's a big question.
1: It's
0: tough. Oh, do you know, I was also thinking. I bet
1: Shakespeare's in that original list, isn't he? Shakespeare must be. He's got to be quite high. I don't think, for
0: me, there would be any politicians in it. No. No. I can say that. Well, Cromwell, I guess he was a politician.
1: We could put a Pankhurst really? in our
0: list for a getting Yeah, I think I would put...
1: To get fame for the cause.
0: Yeah, I think I would put Emmeline Pankhurst high mm. in my list of personal greatest Britons. All women. All women? Mm, yeah. You'd, you mean all women should be on the list or the list should be all women? The top ten. Top the 10. top ten, okay. And then
1: number 11, uh, Douglas Bader. He lost both legs in an accident during World War II and then still fought as a fighter pilot. I don't know much about him, but he's going to take that themed horrible history song <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> I just thought that was quite impressive. How does it go? So how does it go? I looks both. I can't sing. And um, he, he locks both legs in action go And then the background goes. They're not real when he puts his knee legs. It's good. We'll
0: watch it later. Is it to <laughs> the tune of the Take That song? Yeah. Do they wow. sit on benches and sway? No, that's Westlife. <laughs> they all at, do it at Duxford. That's good. <laughs> Duxford Airfield. Yeah. God, wow. <laughs> Well, that does sound exciting. He sounds like he definitely deserves to be number 11. I mean, I don't know about his private life, but, you know, fight, <laughs> flying a fighter plane with... It's probably some bad facts are going to come out. lost your legs in another accident on a fighter plane. Joe, you don't know who... No, I feel bamboozled by that. I, I okay. also... The, the quick answering is not Okay, worse. well, we should let's think about come this. back to it later. Let's see what you think. Okay, so, as we've discovered, uh, he's quite controversial because he's seen as being, you know, he brought democracy to the country, but he also did quite a lot of horrible massacres, dick away some fun, Mm. all that sort of thing. Um, And particularly controversial, which is pertinent to our story, um, were his campaigns in Ireland. And Scotland. And Scotland, indeed. Ireland famous, I know, but Scotland too. Um, He had an extremely aggressive uh, and merciless foreign policy. Do you know why he went to fight in Ireland? I had to look all this up because I had this vague knowledge of in Ireland, but I didn't really know the details of why he was over there or what he was trying to do. Is this when he was Lord Protector? Yeah, uh, no, this no. is this is in that that little rump parliament time okay. when when the civil war. But after Charles, it's like first. the kind of um, uh, little after effects of the civil war where there's still some skirmishes going on and there's still some they haven't got kind of total power over the country yet. I don't know. I don't either. Okay, well unrest. Potato. Well, it was actually because um, the oh. Irish Catholic Confederation had allied themselves with English Royalists. Oh, fair enough, yes. Yeah. They would, wouldn't they? Um, so they were a threat to Cromwell. They wanted luxurious mm. hair. They really loved that hair. And we all know the Catholics love luxury. Mm. It was luxurious hair. Um, so some of the English Royalists had fled to Ireland. Um, they had sort of teamed up with the Irish Catholic uh, Confederation. Um, so there was a kind of political element, but also a religious element. Cromwell did not like the Catholics. No, mm. if you're going to be
1: puritanical, you can't enjoy a good Catholic rump. You can enjoy <laughs> no rumps. No, <laughs> but you can have a rump parliament at <laughs> all. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Rompless, but all. I mean, We can have rumpy, but problems. not rumpy. <laughs> Um, So yeah, he didn't, not keen, not keen on the Catholics. So I think, I don't know, I feel like it partly um, explains some of the very brutal nature of what went on in Ireland, because it was, uh, it was political, but also there was this kind of religious fervour behind it as well. And we know that that makes people do crazy, 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 crazy things. Um, Not that the Catholics haven't done some crazy shit in their time. Like, um, Queen of Scots has just finished burning people a little while earlier than this. Probably. Century. Well, a fair while well, A century earlier, maybe. Yeah. Well, just a, just a, <laughs> a mere You'd century. You remember it, though.
1: If someone you knew was burnt, it would travel in your family.
0: Um, so, Cromwell passed a series of penal laws against Roman Catholics. Um, obviously, that was the majority of people hmm. in Ireland, so that was not, not great. There were some massacres. There were some Catholic priests getting murdered when they were captured. Mm-hmm. It's not, there was no Geneva Convention in those days. Um, in defense of Cromwell, uh, some historians have said, well, it's not like he was the only one doing this stuff. Everyone was doing some bad shit. But he becomes very famous later. Yes. So he stands out. He becomes very famous. And the scale of the. The kind of the horror Um, and I just was going to talk a little bit about one specific incident or one specific battle uh, which is is one of the most notorious of Cromwell's time in Ireland Um, now I've looked up how to say this (laughs) but I'll probably say it wrong I listened you know you can listen online and people you say how do you say blah and then they say the thing so uh, the siege of uh, Drohada. I'm going to say it like that. that. The Siege of Droghada. Um, Or, as it's also known, the Massacre of Droghada. Uh, And this happened very early in um, Cromwell's campaign in Ireland, in September 1649. A council of war was being held between some English royalists and the Irish Catholic Confederation uh, in the town of Droghada. Uh, It was just a month after Cromwell had arrived, Cromwell arrived several days after the Council of War had begun uh, and took the town hostage, as it were. Laid siege. Siege. Formed all his troops around the town. The uh, Irish Confederate people, the English royalists were in there. But also, of course, just a lot of civilians who lived there were also in the town that was now being held siege by Cromwell's men. Um, They survived a few days. The siege went on for about a week. But eventually their fortifications weren't really up to the job. They hadn't really been designed to withstand a siege um, and Cromwell's forces broke into the town and they ran rampant, marauding about. Mm. Horrors. Um, There aren't any kind of definitive um, uh, figures of how many people were killed. Cromwell himself said scarcely anyone survived. There were some civilian survivors, but it, it was pretty brutal um one of the things that caused the most outrage um to to the rest of ireland and still today um about 100 soldiers royalist soldiers hid within the steeple of a church um at the far end of the town uh, and cromwell's troops set fire to the church oh. um around half of those inside were burned to death uh when the others tried to flee they were killed as they came out of the church Oh dear! Yeah, so that's really bad. Oh no! <laughs> where's the where's the fun? <laughs> um, There's no fun in that. Not is there? in this story. No, no, not fun. I think we should. We'll move on. Move so on. anyway, you can see why people were quite pissed off. <laughs> <for> <laughs> <That's a while. laughs> um Again, there's some people are like, well, it wasn't, you know, ha- did he order that specific thing to happen? Can we blame him for that mm. particular instance? some but, general just went wrong yeah. and did it. But you know, generally, he, it was all under his orders. Everything that took place. 16 royalist officers were beheaded. Their heads were sent to Dublin and stuck on spikes by the roadside. Mm. The classic. They did like yeah. to do that, didn't they? Scare everyone off. Scare everyone else. Um, and there were reports that Catholic clergy found within the town were clubbed to death. Oh, I so... thought we were moving on. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It's It's gruesome. So it wasn't a great start. No. You know, it probably hasn't done a huge amount for English-Irish relations <laughs> well, in subsequent years. Oh, God. Um, it was a horrible, violent time. Atrocity, awfulness was... Cromwell, a genocidal maniac, was he a religious zealot? Was he a political? You know, hero or what villain. was his hero or villain? It's the old GCSE question. <laughs> Although I suspect they don't think you should know about that stuff. I think they do. Of course do they do. Uh, well, how can you make your case if you don't have the facts? Well, it's true. Because what are you going to say for villain if you don't know that about the burnings and the clubbings? It's a bit of a shit. Well, <laughs> it's a great
1: Christmas. <laughs> <laughs>
0: If someone, if that's all a GCSE child wrote, and I was marking that, I'd be like, no, <laughs> X
1: for wrong. He says you have to put
0: a dot? A dot. We don't. I put a cross still. For
1: a dot for wrong. People put a dot for wrong because it's like you don't use red pens anymore. But the kids oh, like today associate on. green pens
0: with marking. It's it's all not. It's. I mean, it, look, it's not the nature of red that is the problem. No, it's the association <laughs> of the colour red if with wrong, marking. It's wrong. when I put a cross or a dot. That's it's true. It's not they need you to any know. Right.
1: Ugh. Scared of crosses. Mistakes are fine. Learn from them.
0: Yes. <laughs> that's today's lesson. Well, we don't know yet. We haven't finished. That's, that's an early lesson. <laughs> Cromwell, it's fine. You Cromwell, those people, come as long on. Have you learned from it? <laughs> Have you learned from burning all these people to death in a steeple? <laughs> Have you learned, Cromwell? He hadn't learned. <laughs> he hadn't learned. He just carried on. <laughs> he just carried on all around the place. And then he became big old Lord Protector. Mm, he and you know learn. what the shit
1: did then? What? He, he only called Parliament every couple of years. Wow. So after being in a big old mood with the king.
0: <laughs> he wanted to be the king. Well, we'll learn later that Cromwell and Charles were not so different in some of their ideas. Just their hairstyles. Their hairstyles. Well, that was the key. And thing. their love of fun. Yes. <laughs> Charles the First really liked fun. He Charles liked it too the second much. Charles loved it even yeah. more. He went mad for fun.
1: <laughs> he really loved fun. And big hair. Big
0: um <laughs> yeah, you so didn't even have a hairdryer.
1: No, I mean... How did, did it get so doing, big? like tongs in a fire or something.
0: <laughs> no, I think that because he was king, he could order some... Man and maid servants to just stand in front of him and blow as hard as <laughs> they could. And if he had enough of them just blowing really hard, that would create enough force to dry his hair. That's a lot of air. Yeah. Airbags. Well, that's what, what happens when you're the king. People will have to do what you say, even if it's absurd. Um, okay, so we're going to move on a bit from Ireland because that's obviously really grim. Yeah. Um, but the reason that I discussed it is because um, there are a lot of prisoners of war. So the people in these, the the Irish people and the troops and things that were not killed during this, but that were captured, um, a lot of them were um, sort of shipped out around the world, actually. Um, A lot of Irish prisoners of war were sent to places um, in the Caribbean, particularly Barbados. Really? um, To work in the colonies. Um, This was the system of penal transportation. Um, And then they would work.
1: It started so early.
0: Yeah. Um, and they would work um, under a system of um, what was called indentured servitude, which was essentially uh, slavery. But the idea was you would be sent over there, you'd work for 10 years or whatever, and then you were supposed to be able to have your freedom. But How would you ever afford to get home? Mm, well, yeah. uh, do you want to come home from Barbados? It's really hot and you're sunburned. You don't understand sunburn. If you've got really... Pale Irish Pale skin, Irish skin.
1: Mm. yeah. Yeah,
0: so I doubt many of them made it home, if if any of them. Um, but others were uh, taken closer to home and sent to work in parts of England. Oh. Remember, mm. remember about it. Okay. Mm. Okay. I've lodged it. Lodge it in there. Right now, we get to something we're more familiar with: the second contextual element. The draining of the fen. Oh, the fen. Now,
1: before the new section is starting, should I go and get drink number two? Before? I would say as well, I, I ended up quite liking that. I, mean, I did I too. It was like but we've nine got nine. more of this, we can have more of this. Yep, yeah, the other thing is though, this is also downstairs, so <laughs> I might just go and get some more of it.
0: Oh, is that what you've got yeah. too? Oh, that's great. <laughs> well, look, Black Sheet 1 and 2, Velvet Goldmine. What's it called? Black Velvet. <laughs> Okay, Katie and Joe are bringing up drink number two, which. Oh my God! Holy cripes! Where does? What is? But, but how? But how and why? Okay, okay. I just want to take a photo. They're paddles. Paddles of booze. Are they called paddles? That's a good one there because that green one is full. Each paddle contains three elements of booze. I'm, I'll describe. So there's a pad, you know what a paddle is, you know, listeners, where you have a beard ball, a beer, a beer board, a beer board, a beer board with three drinks in and usually they're tasters of ale. But in this case, they're three mysterious drinks, the first one green, the middle one yellow and the last one black. Shall I more, Katie? Uh, so first up, we're having another black velvet, which is why... Oh, sorry, know. I said the order the wrong way around. So oh, the no, no, first no, no. one I'm, is black no, no, velvet. No, I'm, just, I'm just... That's because
1: we've come across that part of the story. So I almost made a black Russian, and there is a half ball of colour in my house from a cake, but
0: instead <laughs> we are having a black velvet because it's Delicious. from island where Cromwell ah, is. Perfect. We
1: are also The
0: having... site of Cromwell's many atrocities.
1: Yes, <laughs> and we are then having also having a Dutch... Advocar drink.
0: Ooh. That's how you pronounce it because that may come into our story. Yeah, later. there might be a bit of Dutchness later.
1: And then the last drink is green for the fence. So it's <laughs> the three <laughs> locations in our story.
0: Perfect.
1: I oh, Katie, very clever. <laughs> the three locations are, are our paddles. Because a black Russian might have been a change, but what it wouldn't are, have been Ireland. What is a black Russian? Um, it's when you make, a, it's like a white Russian, but you make it with Coca-Cola and then some people put a Ooh. dash of Guinness in. And then when I was Googling that, then I found out about the...
0: Well, Black lovely. velvet. Thanks, Katie.
1: Let's drink the Fens. I don't know. I'll Let's drink honest...
0: the Fens! Um, the... <laughs> the also, the... That would have helped drain them. But yes, <laughs> <everyone's scared. laughs> just drink them up. <laughs>
1: The yellow one scares me a little bit. Okay, boy, so. I'm a bit
0: scared of it as well. Yeah. I am too, because it looks kind of frothy. Yeah. Well, I'm going to finish first black velvet drink, number one, black sheet number one. Then maybe on green. Then maybe it's onto green. greeny Because I do want to now talk about the draining of the fens. Now, I would like to say, when we talked about the Witches of War Boys, we were a bit rude about the fens.
1: Um, <laughs> were we? Well, we were... Or were we
0: realistic? <laughs> <laughs>
1: We I weren't very complimentary,
0: but I think what we need to think about now is actually is how... it the beauty of the fence? It's it's well the, the wondrous mystery, My...
1: <laughs> the wondrous never ending sky.
0: The... Oh, yeah, I am a fan of that sky. It's too much yeah.
1: sky. Mm,
0: it's a lot of sky, but but <laughs> the diversity of the fens. Ah, because we <laughs> might have diversity. It's all just boggy, eel mess. No. <laughs> It's boggy not boggy humour. Know, I love the fens, but it's just boggy humour. Well, I have learned that in fact the fens were home to a huge array of flora and fauna. Biodiversity, exactly. Biodiversity. Loads of biodiversity. <laughs> not so much in the ethnic makeup of the people. I'll grant you that. <laughs> When we're talking about diversity in the modern day sense, Joe's looking at me like I've gone too far. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I think
1: you said we were rude last time. This is definitely a different. Well, I know, but I'm
0: talking about the sixteenth, seventeenth century, so it was very. You know, the the way. Let's what we need to think about is the way of life in the Fens at the time, because all that is about to be threatened. I'll tell you some animals that lived there: wild boar. Oh? Yeah. Because there were some, you know, there were some like foresty bits. There were some, you've seen the North Norfolk coast. There's dunes. There's like the fenny bits. There's salty, salty flat bits. There's peat. There's rivers. Where those did a boar live in? Well, some woods probably. Some (laughs) (laughs) shrubs. The boars lived there. There was a vast variety of uh, wild fowl birds. Mm. There were many insects. Very many insects. Come on, say there were eels. (laughs) (laughs) There was, maybe there were some eels. (laughs) Uh, And loads and loads of different kinds of fish as well. So it was, it was diverse. It was, you know, there were, it was watery, but there were different types of water and there was some land amongst the water. Some of it was thick, like mud. Some of it was thick, like mud. Well, it was peat. A lot of it was peat, a peat Mm -hmm. base. Dark to reflect the dark skies. (laughs) Um, and the people that lived on the, the fenland, um, they their way of life was it was pastoral, uh, pastoral farmland or pastoral land. So basically, it wasn't like arranged into fields. It was it was a free for all, basically. Um, and they would catch wildfowl, they would catch fish, they would sell these things at the markets. So they would leave the eels, Glee! as we've already explored. They would use you can the peat can be used as fuel. Mm. Yeah. so they would dig out the peat and use that as fuel so it was very kind of ecologically diverse and it was interesting mushrooms i bet there were shitloads of mushrooms oh
1: yeah there's bound to be it's really damp and bleak
0: when um, joe and chris and i were in norfolk recently we saw a stinkhorn oh a june stinkhorn very horny very phallic stinky. incredibly phallic looking actually i didn't smell it stink no we were lucky but i assume it was there. very stinky so, what what we should remember about Cromwell, he actually grew up in the Fens. Mm. Um, at the time, the Fens was a huge area across the east of England, right up to the Wash. The um, whole of
1: East Anglia, sure. The
0: whole of, mm. pretty much. I mean, you had, that Ely was known as the Isle of Ely, because Ely was a slightly higher bit of land. Um, of course, now we would not think of it as an island. And Cambridge was... And Cambridge more was, was more solid. Although it came right up to the edges. Yeah. yeah. So it was this huge, huge bit of land. And uh, Cromwell grew up here. He was from Huntingdonshire. He lived um, as a small holder in Ely uh, and in, around. An
1: Ely. Ely. Yeah, there's
0: a house. St. Ives mm. and Ely. There's this Oliver Cromwell's house in Ely yeah. that you can visit. Um, so he was from this area. He knew the way of life. Nonetheless, Cromwell went, fuck you guys. I've got big plans. I've got the biggest plans you've ever seen. And a stupid haircut. And the biggest balls. <laughs> <laughs> my balls are so big. That's what Cromwell said as it's he right. strayed about the country. That's what he said, but was it true? We don't know. No one's seen his balls. No. Just a no skull. historical account. Very few accounts of anyone famous as balls, frankly. I finished my drink, so I'm gonna drink my Let's fen just drink. drink the green, green, one. green, green. Tell us about the fen drink. Uh,
1: I'm not going to, you just have to drink it. It's really green. It's green.
0: Okay. Doesn't really smell of anything. Oh, it smells a bit veg- vegetation y. <laughs> Joe's descriptions of drinks are always incredibly unappealing. Last time the milk smelt of the farmyard. <laughs> this one smells of marmite. To be honest, it's
1: not maybe as tasty as it could be, but we'll just drink
0: it. Oh, is it Midori? No, because that is green. It's fruity. Oh, it is fruity. Are you getting a bit of a. I th- it doesn't taste strong to me. Shall I tell you what? <laughs> I mean, I'm going to try Chris's, Chris's the pouring really might start. not have
1: been balanced
0: <laughs> no that tastes the same to me i.e. not strong but maybe I'm immune and
1: what it is is uh, not particularly Fenland I didn't really know what a Fenland drink was uh, so it's got some elderflower liqueur because Ooh. that's quite um, tasty you, you vegetation-y. Yeah. vegetation-y and you get elderflowers <laughs> yeah. all over the place and we pick them here and then
0: it's got some fizzy wine great nice. it's nice I like it it's refreshing
1: very
0: fresh and it's good that your drinks are three in number because my drink is one and small so this is good gosh they're quite all this fizzy wine though Uh uh-oh gassy very gassy Uh, the burps Uh
1: (laughs) maybe Um, yellow will calm it
0: down yellow might calm it down like a yellow a a nice alkaloid let's think about all this lovely pastoral land everyone's got this nice way of life well realistically they were Probably quite shit. It was shit, probably. It was
1: probably like... Really hard work. Hard work. Hard work. Like hand-to-mouth, kind of thing. You have to... Yeah. You have to dig your land and then find your
0: eel and, you know... Yeah. ...hope there's some... Find yeah, enough fish. Pot. Sell lots of market towns. You're selling all your stuff at the market towns around mm. the East Anglian area. Uh, Cromwell, actually at this stage, he was like, oh, Charles I, that guy. I did say we should chop his head off, but there was this thing he had a really good idea about. Was and that exciting. was draining, the, draining fens. the fens. The plan was if the fens could be drained or if the land, as they said, could be reclaimed as if it was... Hidden by the... the yeah, tree. I don't know. It's a as bit... if we'd lost it exactly. and we needed it back. Exactly. Like as if the sea was some kind of thieving bastard <laughs> who'd like <laughs> stolen the land and now we just have to reclaim it. What's your problem? It was essentially draining. Um, so that Charles had actually gone uh, taken quite a lot of steps in this direction um, and the plan was to turn it into arable farmland, um, to turn it into fields where you could grow crops, uh, have cattle, sheep, uh, all that kind of thing. Because it would have been very fertile. Uh, and they said, you know, all this that is peat, all that peat, this is potentially um, a huge kind of money making scheme. And I suppose produce. Yeah. But money. Money mostly. Money. So Cromwell obviously thought, well, better take his head off, but let's also listen to some of his ideas. That the head said
1: before it went off. <laughs> the, head, the
0: head did have some ideas before In it was the chopped moment, off. Once it was chopped, but before it
1: hit the ground. <laughs> Drain the fens.
0: (laughs) That was his dying wish. (laughs) Cut my head off, but just make sure you drain the fens. Nothing about
1: the children or anything, just to drain the
0: fens. Thank the children. Drain the fens. Was Charles II, Charles I, brother or son? Son. 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 And then also James was there, another son. James.
1: Yeah, James the... Eighth? Did you get first and sixth? First.
0: No, because James the no, First... No, James the
1: First is the Scottish
0: king, who's James oh. the First and Sixth, because he's the yes. sixth king of Scotland. And he James came after
1: Scotland. Elizabeth. What's Charles II's brother? I don't know if there is one, Joe's
0: right. It might also be a James, but didn't thought become king. I it was a king. James. And Charles the James Second... didn't become king, because I believed it when you said James. Charles the Second hid in a tree. Hmm. Something about hiding in a tree and going to Spain. Yeah, because they were Catholics as well, so the, it was a this, this ongoing what Catholic that business. Was the
1: first when he ran away in the Civil War when he is because he escaped. He He's... escaped, and they all lost the plot. And then didn't he hide in the tree and Bonnie Prince Charlie going across to France. <laughs> I don't know. Oh gosh, uh, the we don't know. <laughs> the history's
0: got shaky. <laughs> the sh- it's really shaky. It's because I've I've got all these careful notes, and now we've veered off the notes, and now Someone we don't know what's happening. And everyone had luxurious hair unless they were rounded. Charles I had put plans in motion to start draining the Fens in the 1630s. Um, he could see that it was a money-making scheme, um, but actually the Romans had had a similar idea. Oh, really? Back in the I would the, trust the BC times. Trust I don't know the when the
1: Romans were here. They came in uh, 43 AD uh, one of the times. Oh, did they? Okay. They came twice. One time they got repelled and then they came back.
0: Katie is just a font of knowledge today.
1: That is on the Was the,
0: the, repelling, the repelling time was during the Boudicca times?
1: Yeah. And then they came up to the coast and got repelled by, because the Celts were all, as the way I teach it, painted through <laughs> their hair dyed with woad, swinging a sword around above their head and drinking beer before they went to battle. I thought it was just the Scots who had woad. Everyone mm. knows the whole Celt lot had woad. And didn't they? And confusingly, the Scots were an island at that point and the pigs were in Scotland it's a whole nightmare of who's where
0: and didn't they um, dye their hair with piss Uh, no with lime okay
1: Maybe piss as well, but the one in the... ammonia
0: because piss is ammonia. Yeah,
1: but the way I teach it is <laughs> lime, and then it,
0: it. You don't can't talk to the children <laughs> you know, about piss. Well, I,
1: I did talk them about drinking beer, and then when the, they were doing a timeline from the head teacher, they went, "Yes, what's an action for the Celts?" And then they all mimed glugging beer and swinging a sword <laughs>
0: around. <off> <laughs> Can Back Can the just Say that I would really trust a Roman to drain a fence. Yeah, at, I mean, yeah, they at knew the what approach. they were doing, didn't they, with yeah. the engineering? They were really good at. Um, and what's their heating called? Underfloor, Underfloor heating. heating. <laughs> 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 Geo geothermal? No, right. that's Iceland. No, yeah.
1: um, Hypocast. Yeah. Yes. 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 She's they're right. really
0: good at under underfloor, underfloor heating
1: tunnels. I have to and say, and a nice mosaic on the top of it as well. My
0: dream It's a
1: classy underfloor
0: heating. My heater. dream is to have underfloor heating. My god, Vin too. would love it. Oh my god, I would I love it. I had that
1: very conversation yesterday.
0: Oh, it'd be great, wouldn't it?
1: Yeah, Vin
0: would love it. I, I just
1: lie on it and yeah. do angel wings,
0: except when you were hungover, because when you hung, well, hungover, sometimes what you want to do is lie on a cool floor.
1: No, but sometimes when I'm hungover in the summer, I like to lie on the hard floor. And I have a little sleep in the yeah. kitchen. <laughs> you want to be In, the, cozy. But, in the sun, but Okay, like not, a cat. Yeah.
0: Um Well the Romans. <laughs> I, feel prob- like we went off I think the Romans let's guess that they were hung over quite a lot, I think they were. Because they were boozing it up on wine, weren't they? Well, they had proper spirits, not this Yeah, the stupid. Romans.
1: I won't. and are you then saying that the only person who could actually do it, the draining, was Cromwell, because he hated fun. So he wasn't drinking. Oh, so he wasn't
0: drinking. The Romans, yeah, Romans did
1: loads of stuff. This, this is very logical. Us. This is logical the Romans thinking. and Charles I were too hungover to go in the fence. <laughs>
0: Charles I was definitely hungover. Yeah, he yeah, clearly hungover all
1: the time with a tiny laptop barking at him and him <laughs> whacking it away. <laughs> okay, why is my hair not more luxurious?
0: Why is my hair so lank? <laughs> why is hey, it so man, lank? More, <laughs> more to blow bring, bring my hairdressers at once. Oh, was he wearing a wig? <laughs> <laughs> I
1: don't care. Well, well, Tudor times are were wigs, so we're, oh, by this point, are they wigs or are they.
0: Is this called Charles times? Tudor times, then Charles <laughs> times. <Stewart. laughs> They're the Charles Stuart. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that is a name. I've the heard era that before. The of Charles. <laughs> I said it. I was going to say it like, how stupid. Charles Stuart, but now I have heard that. Um... <laughs> but I think I'm happy with Charles times. Okay, Charles <laughs> times.
1: And actually, really? there are two Charles.
0: Once current Queen is dead. Yeah, we'll be straight into Charles Times. God, we'll be Charles Times times 3. Yeah. <laughs> Charles Times to the max. Charles Charles, Charles Trio. What's the diehard
1: Charles Times the Avengers. What? Because <laughs> you know it's Die Hard one? Die Hard 2, Die Hard with Avengers.
0: Yes, Charles with Avengers. <laughs> that will be Charles
1: 3. Oh, I can hardly wait.
0: And then Charles 4.0 will come <laughs> the next one. <laughs>
1: We haven't got any more Charles's in the
0: soon. The well, there's Pop a Charlotte, which is basically oh, a Charles.
1: Oh, nice. Yeah, so. She'll be Charles 4.0.
0: Yeah. Which is like Web 2.0, uh, like a bit the same, but totally different oh. because she's a woman. She's going to shake it up. Oh. Shaking it up, making it interactive. Oh, I hope she don't make her have stupid hair. <laughs> wow, she needs big hair. Move on. <laughs> Every Charles needs big hair. Charles is going to. New Charles. He's got current Charles. He He needs a wig. He needs a big wig. We should send him one. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You'll so get arrested for We'll write a letter. Sorry about Andrew. He's gone wrong. But here's a nice wig to cheer you up. Here's a nice wig to cheer you up in this trying time. Don't put it on (laughs) Andrew. Here's an egg in this trying time. Have a lovely egg in this trying time. But we change it for wig. (laughs) (laughs) We send him an egg as well. I mean (laughs) They'll think that's a bomb. anything small and round looks like a bomb has a bomb ever been small and round like this sign the the international emoji or a sign for a bomb is small and round but is a bomb ever small and round isn't a bomb um just a a tiktok machine with things attached before,
1: before, this is going too serious. I think we've definitely
0: gone from the serious. I want. I don't want to say a clock because that is specific to its purpose. But like a, a, a timer. A, a timer, yes, a timer. <laughs> I mean a timer.
1: I mean, I assume all forms are like a Die Hard, and if you don't cut the wires, the chemicals will mix and then we'll all die.
0: <laughs> oh dear. Um, <laughs> I don't know where we are now. <laughs> Oh god I'm still we're drinking green We're still drinking we're the fens We're drinking
1: green So we must be in the
0: fens It's very vegetation-y It's so vegetation-y Okay You're allowed to stop drinking it If it's not pleasant No No we're not That's the rule We're not allowed No I like oh, it
1: Because we haven't ever tried yellow What if it's horrible
0: um, <laughs> Don't think about yellow Till we're there <laughs> Yeah don't That's the rule Never think about yellow Till we're there
1: And the thing is Everything will always end <laughs>
0: even if it's really bad <laughs> <laughs> Those, that's the lesson everything will always end but you know it might not end pleasantly does it end with vomit does it end with death I don't know what's in yellow it's going to be bad <laughs> it's like with um, Mourinho have come to spurs and Chris hates Mourinho, but he said, You just have to think. You just wait it out for it'll like a end. season and a half. It'll end. And then he'll go mad and get sacked. <laughs> so, you Everything know, You just wait it out. Ends. We'll just wait yellow out by drinking it and then it'll be gone. <laughs> so oh, it's memory. like when we had that turmeric drink <laughs> and that disgusting yogurt. Katie bought us. Oh, I was fixing you. It wasn't like a punishment. <laughs> we both had a cold and Katie bought us two drinks. One was a probiotic yogurt um it had a, with ginger it? with had ginger, ginger. and then one of them was cold. a turmeric drink and they then Katie, tiny shots and we had to and the thing was the quicker you drank it the more quickly it would be gone but it was really hard to drink <laughs> it quickly worst The experience it, yeah the worst the experience and the turmeric one turned my tongue bright orange bright orange but it fixed you it did it <laughs> <laughs> did it fix me OK, well, I'm really near to the end of green, so we're going to find out about yellow soon enough. Oh, heck. Oh, heck, Katie. Oh, heck, indeed. Um, That was the uh, the preamble to the story of the black sheet. We haven't actually got there yet, but if you come back next time for episode six, you will indeed hear the story of the black sheet and you'll hear what it's like when we drink the mysterious yellow concoction. Um, And I think... It's fair to say even more silliness is going to ensue. You might not think it could get any sillier, but yes, yes, it is going to. You can now find us at uh, ruthestranger.co.uk, which is the new website. Um, You can also find the podcast on Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Uh, So go and have a look for us there um, and follow and all that sort of thing. And yeah, until then, have a lovely week and I will see you next time.